With that said, what's the worst thing you've ever done to your mother? Sent that bitch home on a Greyhound when she was actually not allowed on vacation. Are we going back to the story where you were at the concert and the dicks came out? <laughs> Here we go, man. <laughs> Three in a row, you keep bringing up this concert with the rape thing, but it didn't happen. There's no rape at a concert, man. You're the one that said that. <laughs> I think you're mistaken the time I accidentally smoked crack. I thought you said you smoked crack at the concert, so you smoked crack at someone's house and at the concert? No, no, no. It was coming back from the concert. <laughs> After you got raped, you, just, you got raped at the house? At the house party. No, no, there was no rape involved, man. No rape involved. You're mixing the stories up. You're getting them merged together. Okay, so rape and crack, not same day heard. Welcome to The Flex. Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios, here are your hosts of the flagship podcast, Chris Jakes and Jeff Kelly. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Flex Fantasy Football Podcast, the week of April 16th, 2018 to April 22nd, 2018. Chris Jakes alongside Jeff Kelly and Big Worm. Fellas, how y'all doing? Doing well, man. How you doing? Good. I'm doing fine. Just watch a bunch of shit over there. Please subscribe to the show. Please leave us a review. Greatly appreciated. And right now, when you leave a review, take a screenshot and send it to the flex at fantasysportsstudios.com to be entered in this quarter's raffle for the Flex Fantasy Football Podcast prize pack. This prize pack includes the Flex Fantasy Football Podcast t-shirt, the Flex Fantasy Football Podcast window decal, and... A brand new Ezekiel Elliott, Dallas Cowboys home jersey. All right, on this week, April 16th, April 22nd, we got a lot of shit that's happened this week in history, man. Tuesday, April 17th, definitely has to be one of the most historic days in sports history. In 1869, the Cincinnati Reds played the first ever professional baseball game, beating the Cincinnati Amateurs 24-15. Now, either that shit deserves an asterisk for juicing or some shit, man. Or maybe Bartolo Colon just hadn't found his form yet, man. He was just pitching for both sides that day. <laughs> Can y'all believe, man, Bartolo Colon is still pitching at 44, man. Have you seen that fat, ugly, job of the hot looking slaughter pick bastard these days, man? You seen him? Yeah. Man, I'm he so, just, he that was a high scoring game. You said 24 to 15? Yeah, 24 to 15. They want to say the juicing back in late 90s, early 2000s, man. Come on now. What the hell were they doing back then to score 24 runs and 15 runs? Damn right it is. Bartolo Colon, he just looks awful. He looks like the, he looks like the Triceratops shit from Jurassic Park. That's exactly what he looks like, man. Just a little, little shade lighter. <laughs> the NFL was formed this week as well, back in 1920, when it was known as the American Professional Football Association. Tim Couch, among others, were drafted number one overall. And Tim Couch's case was 1999. He also had Peyton Manning drafted first overall this week in 98. David Carr in 2002. And Mike Vick, 2001. Man, it's just too much historic crap to name, really, this week. But uh, just check it out for yourself if you guys want to. There's a ton of historic events that transpired on April 17th. Bill Russell, the first black coach in NBA history in 1966. Joe Montana retired this week in 1995. Wayne Gretzky played his final NHL game in 1999. The Cleveland Browns were also formed this week in 1945. Just so much shit, man. Pat Tillman died this week in 2004 while selflessly serving his country in the war in Afghanistan. Marshawn Lynch turns 32, but his legs turn 60 this week. Tony Romo turns 38. Jeff, I didn't realize you were older than Romo, man. Did you know that? Yeah. I guess it makes sense. <laughs> I guess it makes sense. But you're still younger than Brady. Yeah. You know what well, the same thing about me and Romo is? What's that? We have the same amount of Super Bowl rings. That's true. Good point, man. 
NFL News. Des Bryant was released by the Dallas Cowboys. Were y'all surprised by that one? No. No. I was surprised, man. Not that he was released, but I was surprised the LA Rams didn't trade for him. <laughs> I mean, if I were a traveling salesman, I would set up shop outside the Rams facility and I would just make up some awesome random shit just to push on the Rams, man. Ladies and gentlemen, step right up. Step right up. Can I interest you in a miracle cure? I have only the finest healing tonics and elixirs procured from the farthest corners of the globe. Look at the ingredients. Cocaine, alcohol, morphine, mercury with chalk. Science! We'll take it! Many ED specialists recommend Dr. Porkenheimer's Boner Juice. Boners when you feel right. We'll take it! Because now there's new all-natural Cherokee hair tampons. We'll take it! Yeah, they said they were going to kind of trade him or release him anyways if he didn't take a pay cut because of that money. They didn't want to get that value, but I think that might be a bad decision. So who's your number one now, Alan Hearns? My God, Alan Hearns, Terrence Williams, Cole Beasley. It's, that's horrendous. With, Dak Prescott looking good at year, number 25. Third-year quarterback coming in, so therefore defenses don't have to worry about Dez no more. Even though he didn't have a great year last year, they still played kind of their defense around him. Now Zeke's going to get more on the box. Could yeah, be a little scary is. year for Zeke. Could be. What do you think, Worm? I agree with everything you just said. The Giants are believed to be Des Bryant's top choice. And starting if he does go there, Ooh. man, I'm starting to like my Eli call for uh, 2018, man. That might come through. Hey. Top 10, top 12. Des goes there. Boys better watch out. Sterling Shepard in the slot, Odell and Des on the outsides. And you got Ingram, too, taking up space in the middle. Man, it's going to be nasty. Yeah, and then they'll definitely probably get Saquon to have a nice running back. Speaking of Saquon, the Broncos released D.J. Anderson. And I think the Denver Broncos are definitely targeting Saquon Barkley now with that news. Because I don't think they well, can Well, where the Broncos out now? They're picks. Pick five, right? The pick five, yeah. Fifth overall. Yeah, he's got to drop that far. They're going to have to trade up with the Browns. I think they're going to have to give a couple picks to the Browns to get four because the Browns will probably take them at four. Yeah, they might. They might take them. They might I'm, have to give that fifth overall and, like, a number one next year or some stupid, like, this past year that happened for Wentz. I, I think the Broncos minutes. are going to get them. I think they're going to take Barkley because I'll tell you why, man. They just spend a lot of money in Case Keenum. They're not going to rely on Devontae Booker now to carry the load out of that backfield. No way. He sucks. I don't know why. Jamal Charles is still floating for agency. I don't know, man. That's your boy. Name my boy. I didn't was know last year. him. Hell no. Yeah, it was. That was your boy last year. Yeah, it was. was you drafted him in a couple of year leagues. Yeah, you, I think you drafted him in every league. I have never drafted Devontae Booker. You're talking Jamal Charles. Jamal, Jamal yeah. Charles. Oh, yeah, it was my boy. But, uh, you know, his, he's lost cause, man. DeMarco Murray, Eddie Lacy. We had about the same amount of run yards, too, last year. Me and Mar- Charles. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pretty close. Uh, from week seven on. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of Jamal Charles. Destination Station. Jamal Charles, DeMarco Murray, Eddie Lacy, and Adrian Peterson, along with Alfred Morris and Orleans Darkway, even, all still remain unsigned. Do any of these running backs land a job with substantial playing time, and do any of them have fantasy value for the upcoming season? Darkwall's not playing anywhere? Nah, he's still a free agent, man. Nobody's picked him up yet. Jonathan Stewart, Shane Vereen's free agent. Jonathan Stewart's like the only back they got now. Okay. Him and Wayne Gallman, that's it. I think Arlene's Darkwater have the most value. He looked the best out of those guys last year. Mm, yeah, he did. I think I'm still going to lean towards DeMarco Murray. I'm surprised yeah. Alfred Morris hasn't gotten a job, though. Yeah, Alfred Morris is pretty solid. He'll end up somewhere. He's still a young guy. Yeah, the three guys on that list that I would get my I think all those guys will find places after the draft. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I think DeMarco Murray... Alfred Morris, Orleans Dark with a three that I would keep my eye on. Adrian Peterson, Jamal Charles, Eddie Lacey, those guys are done. 
Kenyon Drake in the news the other day saying that he's been packing pounds in the offseason. Drake is now up to 215 pounds in anticipation that he will be the feature back of Miami this season, despite Frank Gore projected to be the first two, first two down back, according to a beat reporter for the Palm Beach Post. What are your expectations for Kenyon Drake in 2018? I don't know. What's your <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's putting on 15 pounds. He's going to slow down a little bit. I know you're praying he's the, he's the lead back there, but. Yes, I am. I think he's going to have to beat out Frank Gore. I think a split 60-40 probably. Yeah, that's what we said a couple weeks ago. It's going to be a split timeshare. Frank Gore still put his numbers out there, though. That's crazy as it sounds. But I, I wish they would lead with Drake as the lead back. But we'll have to wait and see how that plays out. I think Frank Gore's useless, man. I think there's no way. Kenyon Drake looked really good when, and when he was given the opportunity last year. I think Miami has to roll with Kenyon Drake, and I think they will. I'm not worried about Frank Gore's old ass, man. We said that for the past four years, though. Yeah. Last year with your boy Marlon Mack. You Frank were high on Marlon Mack last year. last year. Remember how good he did? Yeah, I still like Marlon Mack. Although I'm not sure he's going to be the starter. We'll get to that here shortly. Former Cardinals running back Kerwin Williams signs a one-year deal with the Chiefs, which makes, which kind of makes you wonder about Spencer Ware because the Chiefs have also signed former Dolphins running back Damian Williams recently and Andy Reid. He was once optimistic about Ware returning pretty soon. Now says he'd be shocked if Spencer Ware participates in any football-related activities prior worried, to OTAs. Worried about Spencer Ware? Worried about Kareem Hunt? I'm worried about Kareem Hunt too a little bit. Now you're going to have him. You're going to have West, Williams. Yeah, they got four backs there now. And they're all catching the ball. So that's just going to give Kareem Hunt less yeah, touches. There's no guarantee on a roster for those guys. Yeah, that's true too. That's true. Especially Kerwin Williams. But... um. Yeah, no, it makes me wonder, too, if Andy Reid's finally changed a philosophy here because he's always been a one-back kind of coach. But, man, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why he's bringing so many guys. I mean, it appears that where, though, his days on the fantasy map, and maybe for the Chiefs even, are numbered. I'm not even sure the Chiefs are going to keep him before June 1st. Would you do it? This is some scary shit. All right, man, scary shit. Running backs who scare the hell out of you for 2018. Give me five running backs that you just do not want to draft on draft day. But might be forced to, man. All right. I got Todd Gurley, mm-hmm. Joe Mixon, Lamar Miller, Kenyon Drake. I think we're all on the Sean McCoy. This is another year older, but he always proves us wrong. And then now, I even got a bonus with Kareem Hunt with all those running backs going there. Why are you scared about Todd Gurley, though? He's got a hell of an offensive. He's on, uh, somebody you don't trust. Yeah, him. he had a hell of a first year, had a horrendous second year, and had a great a hell of a year last year. Let's see how he does in his fourth well, year. Well, his second year, you think who's his quarterback? Jared Goff, no, for, not for not. How Increased many games? Did, how many games did Jared Goff play? He came out what his the twelfth week, week twelve, yeah, something like that. Yeah, in case Keenan before. I just gotta see. I just said I'm worried. A top top. Jeff four Fisher pick. was the head coach during his down year too. Yeah. Top fourth pick, he's gonna be. So I'm just that's top four pick. I gotta get my value out of it. How do you know where you're going, Chris? You're gonna say Le'Veon Bell. Who are you going with, Warren? Yeah, Sean McCoy, Dalvin Cook, Derek Henry, Alex Collins. And um, oh, Ty Montgomery. Okay. I like the Alex Collins one, too. All right, so I got LaShawn McCoy. And for the reasons, I'll give real quick. First-year starter, A.J. McCarron, is going to be playing quarterback there, presumably, unless unless the Bills make this trade that they're discussing. There's reports indicating the Buffalo Bills are have a possible trade in the works where they could creep up into the top three and possibly take a quarterback, which if they take a rookie quarterback and throw him out there, oh, my God, it's even worse than A.J. McCarron back there. But anyways, there's not many offensive weapons in Buffalo. Kareem Hunt, I got on my list as well, man. And like I just said, traditionally, Andrew Reid sticks with one running back, but um, they signed all those running backs. Alex Smith is gone. 
And in comes the inexperienced Pat Mahomes, man. And last year, Alex Smith and that Chiefs offense, they were on fire, man. They just lit it up. So I don't see how it's going to get much better than that. And if you take into the fact that weeks 5 through 12, Kareem Hunt looked terrible. He was garbage. Struggled, man. So with the down offense from the year before, I'm just, I'm just not sure that Kareem Hunt's going to be able to turn it around and be consistent week to week. Uh, another guy I have, uh, like you, Warm, I got Derrick Henry on my list too, man. The hype is real in Henry, and it's going to continue to build as we get closer to draft day. And I love Derrick Henry. I think he's a great running back. Mike Vrabel is the head coach of Tennessee. And where does he come from? The Bill Belichick tree, man. And this is the first hit. This is his first head coaching gig. And they signed Deion Lewis to big money in the offseason also. That'd be stupid to pay Deion Lewis over Derrick Henry. He's not as good a running back as Derrick. Oh, Derrick Henry's going to be a starter. I'm not saying that. I just wonder if Vrabel's going to stick to the Belichick philosophy of running back by committee. That's what kind of worries oh, me about committee. him. Yeah. Melvin Gordon's on my list, too, because yeah. I just feel like I'm holding my breath with Melvin Gordon. I mean, dude's been great the last couple of seasons, but it feels to me like we're just waiting for the wheels to come off, man. To me, he's like, he's like driving like a rugged SUV with like one lug nut holding each yeah, wheel on the axle. Yeah, he hasn't jumped to that next level. Yeah, like you man. would think. I think this is his year he jumps. Though. I think he jumps to Tier 1 this year. He's like in cruise control. Just going. But it's scary, though, man, because it's like driving on, uh, it's like going 95 on I-95 in an SUV with, like, one lug nut holding all the wheels together, man. And he just, at any time, can just fall off. It just worries me. And my number one guy, Jeff, yeah, it's Le'Veon Bell, man. I keep saying the track record of injuries, the heavy workload from 2017, and the fact that he doesn't want to participate in offseason activities or preseason, for that matter. He never does, That though. worries me, too, man. I don't care. It's still, I, I can eventually catch he, up to you, especially He does his own workouts. He realizes he does his own stuff. In Miami. Have you seen that guy work out before? By, was in no, Miami? he really what? does work out probably probably higher than OTAs. I'm sure he does, man. It just worries me, though. Dude's, dude's injury-prone. How many times in the last four weeks of the season has Le'Veon Bell let y'all down? Uh, had never. Last year, he won a championship for me. Last four weeks, he looked great. He averaged over 25 points a game, so I'm happy with it. I'll I've never had, though. Well, I'm just saying, look at his history. Every I've, other only year, had him, I've only had him twice, and I won both times I've had him, so I'm fine with taking Bell. My top every, three other, pick. every other year, he's missed games late in the season. Well, I didn't have him those years, so I'm not worried about it. All right. <laughs> I think he's going to be better. <laughs> PPR League, I don't care if he rushes for 70 yards and has 20 carries, but he catches eight balls for 80 yards. There's your point right there, 16, with his 60. He's got you 20. He's still going to be RB1. I'm just saying, I think he's going to be, at best, I think, number five in fantasy and finishing. That's still so, good. you're down on Bell. You have the fourth pick. DJ Zeke, Gurley's gone. Are you taking Bell at four? I'll take, take Antonio Brown. That's yeah. not, you sound like me. On that one. Just Le'Veon Bell. Man, I'll, his, take, your, I'll take Le'Veon Bell. Look rough. I'll number one pick in PPR. I'll take Le'Veon Bell. All right. All right. I wouldn't. I don't want number one. I don't really care why yeah. I draft. Yeah, same here. 10 questions. All right, 10 questions. Who are three running backs whose current ADP after round five that could be steals in fantasy this year? Three names. I, I obviously think Jarek McKinnon in round seven because he's probably going to be the featured back there. Do you think they're going to try to give it to Joe Williams, come, him coming back this offseason from his injury? I doubt they it. They pay McKinnon big money. He's going to be the yeah. starter here. I think Fat Rob could have a good opportunity in round eight as well as uh, – Aaron Jones, way down. No, you know who I think the most? Chris Thompson, round 11. He's always, when he when he plays and he gets his touches, he's always high. And guess who's going there? Alex Smith, who loves to throw. Mr. Dumpoff. Yeah, that's a good point. That's so good Chris point. Thompson, round 11. If I can get him in round 11, I'd be loving it because he could be, he really PPR back. He's a, he's a, he's a two. two. Two flex easy. Every oh, game. yeah, absolutely. PPR, yeah, for sure. Where are you going, Worm? Last year, he was a one. 
when before he got hurt and broke his leg or whatever. Oh, he was killing me. And that free play, remember he was just running broken on that free play? Yeah. My worries about me about him too is his durability. Yeah, everybody gets hurt though. Obviously what Jeff has said, um Chris Thompson. Um I like uh, Aaron Jones. I gotta see what round it was. I, that's, I lost him. Eleven, I think his ADP is. Eleven. Yeah. Pick one twenty. Aaron Jones. No, I would say Chris Carson, but Seattle's offensive line is still trash. Give me, um, let's say Rex Burkhead. Okay. I like it, PPR. Yeah. All right. I'm going to keep mine short and sweet, man. I'm going Carlos Hyde, Peyton Barber, Aaron Jones. Carlos Hyde's ADP is in the third round. Yeah. I thought it was round five. No, he's 37. Peyton Barber had another mug draft that's talking about um, the Bucks might take Saquon. I don't think they're going to take Saquon. I think they will take either, uh, you know, Sonny Michelle or one of these other guys for sure. I don't think they're going to trade up to get Saquon, though. They're having fallen to him. Fallen to him? Yeah. What, it pick six? The Bucks yeah. got They got Saquon falling to the Bucks. I, I can't see that happening. There's no way he lasts the pick six. Well, even so. with the Broncos releasing those guys, if one of those top quarterbacks falls there, they're going to take one of those top four. And the new yeah. they got on the Broncos taking Mayfield. I don't see that either. I think the Broncos. That thing's going to trade. That's going to change a couple more times because there's yeah. just some draft pick changes. Yeah, yeah. Guarantee you that the top six teams do not stay that way. Yeah. How, how is Saquon and Buck and the Bucks? That'd be crazy. Yeah. That'd be good for Jameis. You think last oh, that'd be, time, hell, that'd be hell good for Jameis. In college, Jameis had Cook for a couple years. You already got those outside receivers that can spread the ball, and they got to yeah. cover them. And you got with your boys coming back. Brayton Howard and tight end, yeah, tight ends, yeah. That could be good for him. I think I think he would do good. Out out of that top six teams, I think that's to be the best team. Them or the Giants, but the Bucks have a better, a lot better offense than the Giants. So the Giants' offensive line is horrendous. Yeah, I think I don't think the Giants. Yeah. I think the, Giants the Bucks' get, line's a lot better. I think the Giants try to get a, a lineman. Yeah, they have to get a lineman. You think they're gonna get Quentin Richardson of Notre Dame? Probably. Gonna, I think they're gonna go for that the guard, they, right? Or Quentin Nelson? I'm sorry. If if they, yeah, we know what you're talking about. If they grab. I think if they get Dez, they're going for it. They're going to make this their last year to run for it. Yeah. And then after this year, everybody's going to be gone on that team. It's going to be rebuild, grow or lower. Yeah, could be. Could be. Uh, speaking on the Bucks real quick and Winston, Winston, I think this is Winston's prove a year, man. I think he has to take that next step up this year, man, because he's been in the league now. This could be fifth what is year. Yeah, fifth year now. Oh, if he's not a top-ten quarterback, he's going to have an issue. Yeah. In fantasy yeah. this year. So uh, I'll disregard Carlos Hyde then. I will go... After round five. Thomas Rawls. He's getting 13th no. or 14th pick. 14th round. Still would not take him. No way. Oh, yeah, he burned you. That See, years. All right, you know what? I'm going to go. What about Alex Collins? Where's he at? Fourth. Fourth round? Damn. Fuck. Doug Martin, seven. Jamal Williams, seven. Pyle, seven. Deion Lewis, eight. Rob Kelly, eight. Isaiah Corral, eight. Duke Johnson, eight. P. Ryan, eight. Chris Carson, ten. Aaron Jones, ten. John Stewart, 11. Chris Thompson, 11. Foreman, Foreman, your boy Foreman, round 11. I know you love him. All right, yeah, yeah, there we go. All right, Deontay Foreman. Or Marlon Mack, round 12. There's even better for you. No, I'll go Deontay Foreman because I think Lamar Miller's trash. Deontay Foreman, Peyton Barber, Aaron Jones. All right, next one. Who was your all-time favorite running back all-time? My all-time favorite running back? I got to toss up myself. I got like a hmm. two-man race. Well, boy, going to say him, ain't you? Florida boy. Nah, I don't think Emmitt Smith's my favorite running back of all time. I used to, as crazy as sound, I used to like watching Fred Taylor play. As undersized he was in the, in the plays, and his, dur- his durability was nasty. And he was small, and he used to get pounded. I liked watching yeah, Fred did. Taylor play. Damn, that's tough for me. Right. 
Oh, uh, I think we say by LT. Yeah, okay. All right. I had a tough time. I was tossing up debating between Barry Sanders and Jerome Bettis, and they're two completely different style runners. Bettis, I like to make because you were just like a fat guy just running hard, man. Just <laughs> making buzz. it happen. And Barry Sanders, dude, just fucking opposite, man. Just little guy just bouncing around, man, just making big plays, man. Just fun to watch. All right, Nashville, who was your run- number one running back bust in fantasy football 2018? Oh, bust. I thought you were Who do say I think that. is going to be a bust? Yeah, who's your number one bust? Who's a guy you just know is going to just shit the bed? Jeff going girly, ain't you? <laughs> well, a bust usually <laughs> want to go the first round. His, his feelings on girly <laughs> he, are my feelings he does on not like, Bell. He's talking about girly. Like his, his attitude changes. <laughs> he gets angry. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I just don't like that cat. Did you own him the, his second year? I did. No, Norm did. I did. It got me. Yeah. Who do I think is going to be a bust? Marshawn Lynch. Oh, yeah, for sure. I can get beyond that one. Definitely. I think Doug Martin might get that gig. Yeah, you've been saying that lately. Yeah. All right. Hey, I think he could, too. Uh, I think bust uh, Shady. Shady McCoy. I agree with Shady. I'm also going to go Lamar Miller, too. He's always my go-to for this one, man. Yep. That's right, how Chris one. gets perked up in his ass cheeks, too, when we <laughs> mentioned Lamar Miller ever since a couple years ago. <laughs> screwed him in the playoffs. Oh, he's garbage. Screwed the whole season. When his first year in Houston. Oh, that, mm. <laughs> All right, who was your favorite team's all-time draft pick? Who was your favorite t- uh, Dolphins draft pick, I should say, for you guys? Yeah. I was going to say, well, it used to be Landry for me, but he's gone. Um, I'd probably say Rashad Jones. Okay. You know, I interviewed him when he first got drafted. I know. You told me about that. Oh, did I tell you? Yeah. yeah. My favorite pick of a Dolphins player of all time. I'm going to go with, uh, hmm. Deion Sims. <laughs> I'm sorry, Deion Jordan. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was my Can't really trade up in that shit. The worst draft pick we ever did of all time in my life. I would. I don't know. Who are you going with on the Pats? Go ahead. You can do it. Let me oh, think about this real quick. Obviously, Tom Brady. Sixth round. Can't beat that. Yeah. I figured that. I Sam Reno was a third-round pick, wasn't he? From Pitt? No, nah, nah, he wasn't taking a third. I think he was taking – I think he was the third third quarterback in that draft class. Yeah, he was, was just the first, first rounder. No, I wouldn't say Dan Reno because he's just a cocky J.O. You know yeah. who I liked a lot was O.J. McDuffie. Okay, wide receiver. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, I used to like O.J. McDuffie back in the day, yeah. All right, next one. Which running back takes a step back in 2018? I know Jeff's going girly. Why would you say that? I'm just guessing. Based on this, the way this is A step going. back from last year, Todd Gurley. He ain't going to finish number one overall. That's easy. Thanks for telling me that. Todd Gurley will not be the number one running back this year. So, obviously, that's an easy step back. That's an easy answer. Thank you. All right. But if you want to get more technical, because that's stupid, I would say Mark Ingram takes a step back. I, was, I agree with that one, too. Yep. Where are you going, Worm? Give me Lamar Miller, too. Take another step back. Even more trash. Another step back. Yeah. <laughs> another step back. I think he's losing his job, man. So I'd say that's a pretty damn good step back. <laughs> and just so Cole knows from Queens, that was no show prep there. It's off the top of my dome for those running backs. <laughs> uh, that's how we do it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> for me, I guess I'm going to go Le'Veon Bell. Just taking a step back. The whole offense is getting old, man. Like I said, like, I'm, I'm down on Bell. You're down on Gurley. Let's just leave it at that. All right, next one. Who is the biggest a-hole running back you've ever met? I've never met any, so I guess none. <laughs> yeah, I ain't never met a running back. All right, well, I'm going to go Emmett Smith. He's one of the few that I've met. And he's just the biggest dick in the world, man. Name boy, boy, Worm. Name my boy. He's, we talk about Florida boy over there, Emmett Smith. That's just, I'm, a, I'm a hurricane. Yeah, I'm a That's gator. True. 
Oh, that's true. Uh, he's a dick, man. He's a, an asshole. I think I told you all a story about uh, one time we were at a restaurant, Pensacola Jackson's. He's a yeah. Pensacola guy. Is it, are we going back to the story where you were at the concert and the dicks came out? <laughs> Here we go, man. <laughs> Three in a row. You keep bringing up this concert with the rape thing or whatever. that didn't happen. There's no rape at a concert, man. <laughs> a couple of shows ago, you're the one that said that. No, the concert thing. I think you're. I think you're mistaking the time I accidentally smoked crack. You I think you're getting. Crack? I think. I think you're merging the stories. <laughs> you smoked crack. You were, were not here dope? for that one. You were here for that one. Oh man. Oh gosh. I know we can't touch base. You don't have OCD no more. <laughs> oh yeah. No, that's a good point. No, I never had it. I wouldn't even say I, I had it. You said you had it last year. You had OCD. <laughs> no, I was saying I was a kid, man. I was, it came across as that, like, uh, oh, just clean as shit. All right, but let's yeah. just go. go right, the... Moving on, man. Uh, moving on. If, I guess if I'd say a running back could be a dick. Well, Emmitt Smith is a dick, but go ahead. I don't even know I haven't met any, so. How about Lamar Miller? He looks like a dick just because no, he sucks. Lamar Miller's a nice guy, man. Oh, yeah, Lamar Miller's actually pretty nice. I think who an arrogant running back might be, I don't know. I think Mark Ingram would be arrogant. He looks like he's arrogant. I don't even know. I don't really care, to be honest. Next question. All right. <laughs> Which current starting running back may lose his job by the time the season starts? By the time the season starts. By the time it starts, yeah. And not after the season starts. Before First week of September. I could say the Browns, because if Barkley goes there, there's an opportunity that Hyde could lose his job because they don't even have the running back, and Barkley could take it. Okay. I could say Wayne Gallum. He's the starter in New York, and if, if Barkley goes there. Just think about that. If Denver is he starting, or is Stewart going to start? Who gives a shit? They both yeah, they're suck. Both but think about it. Even if he goes to the Broncos, you think whatever sorry ass player Booker is going to start? No, hell no. Yeah. Booker ain't going to. Whoever Barkley goes could lose their starting job. Yeah, I think where like the top four running backs go, the starters, the incumbent starters are in jeopardy of losing their jobs. Yeah, there. I'm going to go more than Mac Lamar Miller. Oh, let me think about Lamar Miller. Yeah, four. Yeah, how's his knee doing though? Oh, you he don't know. Hey, what do you think about Hopkins? He's trying to get Dez, though, too. Hopkins trying to get Dez, too, though. Mm. I don't think I like that. With Will Fuller there. Stay in know. Texas. What are you talking about? Having Fuller go deep, you got Dez in the slot, and you have Hopkins on the other side? You sh- oh, no. No, for NFL purposes, yeah, it'd be fine. For fantasy, though, I think it takes away from Hopkins. I think it kind of reduces I think that helps Will Hopkins. Fuller. I think that helps Hopkins on the outside now because they're going to – Dez inside, you can't have a linebacker cover him. I don't know, but Hopkins going from 20 targets a game, taking that down maybe by – Maybe down to like twelve a game. I don't know. But then if they do, they probably run a nickel. They run a nickel, then they can run the ball a lot. Yeah, true. It opens up. I'm just saying stuff. that's, that's out of the box. Okay, let's go. All right. Oh my God. Here we go. Next one, man. Have you ever run from the police, or has there been a scary moment where you were doing dumb shit? I played the fifth. I would never run from the cops if they wanted me for something. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't do anything wrong to run from the cops. Well, same here. But I have had a. But in my younger moment. days, there might have been a couple occasions. Oh, yeah, parties back in the day. I would run. The cops show up. You got to run. And if you're yeah. the one that gets caught, too bad. They had a choice of 30. You should have been faster. But you weren't. Any uh, moments when you were doing dumb shit that were uh, kind of scary moments? Yeah. Um, it's probably about five, six years ago. Me, my boy Tyson, and my little, and little brother Devontae, <laughs> they were throwing rocks at this um, this crackhead. <laughs> Very nice. And the guys. crackhead threw um, a bottle at him. And like it broke, but it didn't nothing happen. And like the crack, like his mom, like the crackhead's mom, lived like right across, right next door to us. She called the police, and we had to run off. We lived on a lake or whatever. So I run from the lake to like um the little part of downtown. Oh damn! So there's a crackhead just chilling by a lake of all places. 
And he's probably what? smoking crack. <laughs> Where did you smoke your crack at, Chris? <laughs> Uh, in the closet. Was there a lake, in, was there a lake around? <laughs> in the concert. Was, in the concert. It's in a living room of some random ass house. I thought you said you smoked crack at the concert. So you smoked crack at someone's house and at the concert? No, no, no. It was coming back from the concert. <laughs> After you got raped. Following you got raped at the house? At the house party. At the house party. No, no. There was no rape involved, man. No rape involved. You're mixing the stories up. You're getting them merged together. Okay, so raving crack, not same day heard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> same day, though. Like, actually, I, I thought I was smoking weed. Somebody put a freaking crack rock Somebody in there. I got sick. Somebody and laced you. Oh, you crazy. probably... Yeah, that's... Oh, oh that effed me up, man. I was, yeah, I, was I can imagine for. smoking crack. I was crack. done for. Oh, my God. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> smoking crack by a lake, man. I guess he wanted to enjoy some scenery. I don't know. I thought they would be geeked up to go do something. But anyways, I would say... Uh, well... All right, this one time in high school, man, of course, this is going to be drug related, just perfect timing with the crack stuff. So, um, I lived in Milton, which was a, uh, like a suburb, Pensacola. Well, not really. Well, yeah, I guess suburb, yeah. It's a lot of farmland, right? And so, me and some of my boys, we used to go get shrooms. We would, uh, go into somebody's farms, man, go pick shrooms. And one time, this dude came out on a four wheeler with a, with like a shotgun or rifle or something, man. He started firing shots. We're like, oh, shit. They took off running, man, just running through the woods, man. Just, oh, my God, I got back to my car. I was in high school. I was like 16, 17 years old at the time. And holy shit, that was damn scary, man. I thought for sure one of us was going to get blasted for sure, man. Because it was on a four-wheeler. We were running through the woods. We were cutting through trees oh, like man. zigzagging. That's crazy. That's I won't scary. ramble like I got in that email. So uh, move on, I guess. Number nine, who do you feel is the safest running back to own in 2018? It was a surefire safe pick. If you had to say one was a surefire safe pick. Zeke. I agree. I'll put Zeke, too. I'm going to go Gurley. Okay. Uh, I just thought Jeff's face get red. <laughs> See how you getting home today. Uh, okay. All right, last one here. Most effed up thing you've done to someone you were dating? I'm a great boyfriend. Now I'm a great husband, so I've never done anything bad. <laughs> yeah, Jeff's got that uh, elitist syndrome, for sure. I'd say you know, the worst thing I've ever done when I was dating somebody. Hmm. Actually, I will not say that. So uh, let's just move on. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you something I did real quick, man. Uh, back in the day, I was dating this girl, Laura. And uh, we were heading out to the beach, Pensacola again, one night. And uh, I took a Sharpie, man, because she had, she had fallen asleep in the car on the way down. <laughs> and I drew like a Jack Sparrow on her face. Just a full beard, a stash, a little bit of sideburns, man, a little touch up on the eyebrows. And uh, let's just say that was the last night we hung out, man, because she didn't know. She didn't check herself, man. She was just chilling at the bar. And no. she just got this like Jack Sparrow <laughs> no. man just on full blast. Yeah, people pointing, laughing. She's like, "What the hell is going on?" Like a good like a good thirty minutes before somebody came up to her and said, "Hey, um, you have stuff all over your face." She was in the bathroom, uh, and that was the last time I saw her. I dipped out after uh, she went to the bathroom. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I wanted to. Too. She just left there. Uh, yeah, no, she had friends there. She's you know, well, their friends were coming anyway. They weren't there yet. Moving on to this one, man. I could probably say I was dating this one girl. Just to say something out there, I was dating this one girl. She like got we were somewhere and she got naked and I just left her. <laughs> oh, you know what that reminds me of? I don't know if, if you met this girl, but um, when I went to Key West back with uh, Jaeger and all them back in 07, we did that big family, uh, the big family, the big trip we did together. Yeah. So um, that... met this chick down there, banged her out, man. She came to visit uh visit me like a week later, and we were down in Abacoa in Jupiter. And I had to go pick up Trista from her mom. Trista was a little baby at the time. So I go and say, hey, uh, stay right here. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I'm going to go pick up Trista and just let the lady there, man. 
I don't know how the hell she got home. Never heard from her again since. Really messed up story. That might be even worse than the Jack Sparrow. We've done bad. The girls have done bad things to us too, so it's all good. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah this is going back a ways anyway. Overrated, underrated. Blamers. I want to teach you how to be a queen. Find a happy place. Find a happy place. Find a happy place. And game changers. Right, overrated, underrated. When we run down a list of 10 players, you tell me if they're overrated, underrated, heading into 2018. Number one, David Johnson. Par. The, yeah, he's right there. The pick three? Yeah. And that's, that's perfect for that's him. That's perfect. All right, Jay Ajayi. I think he might be underrated. I'm gonna I go over. I'm going to go overrated. I'm going to go slightly underrated just because of the offense. I think he's going to do okay. David Johnson, I agree too, by the way. All right, next one, Kareem Hunt. Overrated. Overrated. I'm saying overrated too. Alex Collins. Underrated. Overrated. I'm going to say slightly overrated. I like Alex Collins, but that offense is going to be brutal. Plus Kenneth Dixon. Yeah, I like Kenneth Dixon coming back. I like Kenneth Dixon. Marshawn Lynch. Overrated. I wouldn't draft him in the fifth round. Overrated. Yeah, way overrated. Ty Montgomery. Underrated. Overrated. Underrated, especially in PPR. Uh, I like Aaron Jones. I think he's a starter there. I like Aaron Jones too, but I think Tom Montgomery is definitely a third round, third down back. Uh, like Garrett Blunt. I think he's going to be overrated. Where did he go again? Detroit. Detroit. But it's talking about they, Detroit might draft Sony Michelle. So let's yeah. just go right now that they don't draft Sony Michelle. Yeah, I think the he's pre-draft. underrated. Say pre-draft underrated. I'm going pre-draft underrated too. I guess I'll go underrated too then. All right, Delvin Cook. I get worried. We only saw two games of work, three games of work. I'm going to say overrated for where his draft stock is right now. Let me go overrated, too. Yep. Three in a row, man. Overrated, too, man. I'm just worried about his size and durability, too, in yeah. that offense. All right. Devontae Freeman. He's underrated. I think he's underrated, too. He's going round three, right? Round two. Round two. I still go underrated. He's, Fal- in, he's injured a lot last year. Yeah, he was. The, the, the Falcons, a lot like the Panthers. It's like every other year with these two teams, man. Yeah. But I think Devontae Freeman's going to be all right. This upcoming year. What about Chris Carson? I guess I say underrated. Yeah, underrated. He's going like around ten. He's only running back on the roster now. I think. I agree. Underrated. All right. Uh, all right. Let's get to the rankings, man. The Flex Fantasy Football Podcast 2018 Preseason Rankings. Running backs. So who wants to go first on their rankings? Oh, I'll go. I'll go first. My tier one is Bell, DJ, Zeke. I think Gordon jumps up there. Then Gurley. Tiers two starts at. Kamara, Cook, Hunt, McCaffrey, Fournette. Tier 3, I got Freeman, McCoy, Mixon, Howard, Henry, Hyde, Drake. Tier 4, I got Ingram, Collins, Miller, Thompson, Booker, Powell. Tier 5, I got Ajay, Montgomery, McKinnon, Duke, Marlon Mack, Foreman, Burkhead, Tevin Coleman, Deion Lewis. And that's all my PPR. Just to throw this out there, my top 10 standard guys are Zeke 1, DJ 2, Fournette 3, Bell 4, Gurley 5, Gordon 6, Henry 7, Howard 8, Freeman 9, Mixon 10. And standard, straight standard. I believe those guys would be the one, two backs automatically. All right. All right, I got tier one. I got uh, Bell, Gurley, Elliott Johnson. Tier two, I got Hunt, Kamara, Fournette, Gordon, Jordan Howard. Tier three, I got Freeman, Mixon, 
Derrick Henry, Dobbin Cook, McCoy, Mark Ingram, McCaffrey. Tier 4, I got Carlos Hyde, Kenyon Drake, Jay Ajahi, Alex Collins, Jerry McKinnon, Duke Johnson, Aaron Jones, Chris Thompson, Lamar Miller, Deion Lewis, and Tevin Coleman. That's to my right. Tier 4. All right. Tier 1, I have Ezekiel Elliott number 1 overall. Todd Gurley behind him. I got David Johnson 3 right now. Second tier, I got Jordan Howard, Le'Veon Bell, Leonard Fournette. Third tier, I got Alvin Kamara, Kareem Hunt, Melvin Gordon, Dalvin Cook, Kenyon Drake. Fourth tier, I got Mark Ingram, Derrick Henry, LaShawn McCoy, Christian McCaffrey, Devontae Freeman, Jay Ajayi, Carlos Hyde, Joe Mixon, Jarek McKinnon. Fifth tier, Aaron Jones, Alex Collins, Peyton Barber, Chris Carson, LeGarrette Blunt, Rex Burkhead, Marshawn Lynch, Deontay Foreman, Duke Johnson. I think you guys are too low on McCaffrey. I have my ninth PPR back overall. Yeah, I feel like I'm a little low on him. I just who is he competing him. with? I got him number fifteen. Say, who is he competing with in his back? I got him. I just got him tier three. I don't have him like ranked. I just got like tiers. Are they going to draft a yeah. running back? Are they going to bring one in? He has, right now he has no competition. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He, he, he had what, eighty-one catches I think last year, which is pretty pretty damn good. Yeah, oh, no, that was. That was um, Camaro eighty one. I think McCaffrey had sixty four, something like that. McCaffrey yeah. had a lot of catches last year. Yeah, I think he he's gonna have more this year. Yeah, he could. Cam's gonna play a lot better. Cam was injured with that shoulder thing last year. Even though he did play really good, but he missed some easy throws and touchdowns like McCaffrey that he wasn't adjusted. I think with another whole offseason, I think McCaffrey is gonna be a top ten PPR back. He finished like twelve yeah. last year, anyways, right? Or did he finish in the top ten last year? Because he had a couple big PPR. Big couple big PPR games. We had a, uh, over a hundred something yards. The way pretty he finished sure. the, the way he finished the season last year was pretty strong PPR. Pretty sure McCaffrey was RB one in twelve team leagues. Pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I like McCaffrey a lot though in PPR, and I was down on him going into twenty seventeen last year. I know. I was high yeah. on him. Yeah, you were. You were. He he was my backfield with the other boy Bell. I won the championship. Yeah. <laughs> the only league that we really wanted to win, the most. Hoping to come back in that one next year, but or this year. Uh, so yeah, man. So we got the mailbag, and that's it. Can't wait for the NFL draft, though, man. Just to kind of see how shit. Unfolds. Yeah, that's next week, right? Can't wait. Yeah. Mailbag. That right there is the mail. Now let's talk about the mail. Can we talk about the mail, please, Mac? I'm dying to talk about the mail with you all day. Okay. Oh shit, buddy. You gotta be kidding me. I got. They've been asking for their mail. It's all they're talking about up there. We got the souped up edition of the mailbag today, man. We got 27 questions on the board this week, man. Just crazy. We appreciate it. Send all questions to the flex at fantasysportstudios.com. Fantasy related, not fantasy related. We don't really care, man. Just send them our way. Here we go. Number one. How does the release of Jonathan Stewart affect Christian McCaffrey's value for 2018? Bob in Castleberry, Florida. I don't think it hurt him before when Stewart was there, but I think he has more value now, depending on when he comes in a little bit. I still have a top 10 PPR. Yeah. Where you got one? Oh, it helps him out more. He has nobody to compete with. He was going to get his work no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, McCaffrey's going to be the feature guy there, no doubt. I think he's going to be RB2 at the worst. All right, next one. Prepping for my Dynasty League. The draft is still two weeks away. 
But we're getting into cut downs, and I'm noticing that a lot of the underperforming 2017 rookies are going to get cut before our deadline day and will be available in our rookie draft. Of all those 2017 rookies who didn't make much of an impact last year, do any jump out at you as potential breakouts for 2018? Bill in Culver City, California. I think we're all going to agree, Devontae, Deontay Foreman. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm going to go Joe Mixon. I like Mixon too, but I, uh, I'm going with Deontay Foreman for sure. All right, next one. Kenneth Dixon was thought of as an up-and-coming youngster at the running back position. What do you project for Dixon this season, and is he someone that should be on my fantasy radar? Dan in Norwalk, Connecticut. No. I think that's Collins' backfield. He's proved it last year. When they were bad, so they could stack the box, and he still did good. What you think, Warren? I think he should be on his radar. Yeah, I think he definitely should be on the radar. I like Dixon a lot. I think, if anything, worst case for him is third down roll. Buck Allen to take a back seat. I think we're done seeing him so long as Collins and Dixon stay healthy. I like Dixon, though, man. I think he's going to compete with Collins. I would not be surprised if Dixon does overtake Collins because of Collins' fumbling issues. But um, Collins is still the guy there right now. Dixon, definitely on my radar. Next one. Is Big Worm always high? He is like your own personal lap track. He definitely sets the tone. Love you, Worm. Jasmine. Buffalo, New York. No, I am not always high. You sure? I think it's never high. Never high. Maybe high on life. That's it. Yeah, yo. Ain't. <laughs> Hugs, not drugs. Hugs, not drugs. Like, I don't think anybody here does drugs. No. Nope. Except for a smoking crack on accident one time. <laughs> All right, next accident. One. Damn right, it was an accident, man. I was regretting the hell out of that fight. Oh, All right. God. All right, next one. With the, oh my God. With a legitimate running back in Cleveland. Carlos Hyde. Does Duke Johnson still have flex appeal? Jake in Hershey, Pennsylvania. I say yes. Yeah, I say yes. I think he's definitely worth a draft pick because, you know, Hyde's had injury problems, so the only difference is if he's Hyde does get hurt, Duke Johnson be an RB2. Definitely high on Duke Johnson still. PPR leagues, he's a flex no matter what, no matter who the hell is running the ball the first two downs back there. Next one. You guys mentioned Peyton Barber's a sleeper running back this year. Where would you take him in drafts, and is he an RB1, 2, or 3? David, Tampa, Florida. Never be an RB1. His highest would be 2, but I'd put him at a 3, slash 4. What you think, Worm? I don't trust him. I think he's going to have some weeks where he is an RB1, but obviously in the season he's going to be, I think, a low-end RB2. But I think he's going to be a safe play. I think he's going to be good value before he gets drafted. Unless... Remember, this is pre-draft now, so unless Tim brings in a running back, which they most likely will, so we'll have to wait and see on that one. But as of now, today, low end RB2. All right, next one. What the hell are you guys smoking? Derek Carr sucks. No way he should even be in the top 25. Kai in Detroit, Michigan. Kai, why don't you email us your top 25 then? What was Carr before last year? He was fourth the year before, wasn't he? Fourth or sixth? Now, before before he broke remember. his leg. What did he miss? Two games, three games at the end of that year? And he still yeah. was like in the top six. And, yeah. That year he showed out. He helped me win a um, fantasy for um, fantasy championship that year. Well, I don't think he played in the fantasy championship that year. I know, year, but, but he uh, still got me. He still got me <laughs> where got I needed to be. Got yeah. me where I needed to be. True. I'm still high on Derek Carr. I think he's still going to be. I think he's a top 15 quarterback when we did quarterbacks last week. All right, moving on. Talk me off the ledge, guys. I'm freaking out right now. My running backs are C.J. Anderson, Alex Collins, Kareem Hunt, Doug Martin, Jay Ajayi. This is a dynasty league. Kareem Hunt is the only guy I feel okay about, even though he was frustrating for the middle of the season last year. Please tell me I'm going to be okay at running back, or what should I do? I have the seventh pick in my rookie draft next month in a 10-team dynasty league, Patrick in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. 
I think you have great depth. I think you have Cream Hunt and you have Collins. And see, with depending where Anderson lands, and seeing how Doug Martin does, you could always throw those. Those guys are possibly flex, and Ajay could have a, a dominant role this year. So, with no Legarrette Blount there, I think you're fine. Yeah, I think you have a nice, nice five core running backs in a dynasty league with two running backs and a flex option because we don't know your receivers. So if you have three good receivers, you always definitely have a. You could almost play matchups with those guys. I think he's gonna be okay too. I mean, Ajay yeah. and Hunt obviously is two starters there right now. C.J. Anderson. It's probably going to end up in a decent situation. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to the Colts or some team that's going to use him. I think it's going to be fantasy relevant. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. We'll wait and see, man. I think C.J. Anderson's still got a little bit left. He's not an old guy. He's only been in the league five years. Yeah, well, he's been injured. Like you say about Bell, but he's really actually been injured almost every year. Like Bell. Yeah. Two peas in a pot right there. No, nah, C.J. Anderson could be a flex play, I think, though. Maybe a uh, bi-week fill-in. I wonder if he could go to the Bucks. All right. Next one. Am I missing something? It doesn't seem like Jeff does a lot of show prep. Am I right, Cole, in Queens, New York? I just you were right, Cole. You were absolutely 100% right, man. Well, I thought Jeff did the most. <laughs> I just pop it off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. You should hear him freestyle. <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> I do do show prep. Some Last week, I didn't write the papers down. I forgot it. That yeah, was... no, no. Jeff does do show prep at times, yeah. Uh, all right, next one. Every year, there are busts in the first round. Can you give me a few players that might be first-round bust? Darren, San Diego, California. I'm not calling Le'Veon Bell a bust, but we're not taking him in the top three picks. I guess if we want to look at the first-round ADPs right now, I think my bust would be uh, Kareem Hunt would be my optional bust, or Dalvin Cook, because there's a top 12 right there. Cook, Beckham, Fournette, Gordon, Hunt, Johnson, Kamara, Hopkins, Brown, Elliott, Bell, Gurley. If you had to pick one of those, because those are ADPs at the top 12. Yeah, right. if I had to pick, it would be Cook, too. If that's the top 12 right there going to be, I don't think nobody's going to be a bust, a bust like that. Um, where's LaShawn McCoy going right now in the ADP? 13th. Mm. 14th if he 14th. was going. Okay. I think I'd feel, I don't think Hunt will be a bust, but he's most likely. Kamara at 6 kind of scares me, because I don't think he's going to have a good as year as he did last yeah, year. Yeah, scares a lot me at 6. Break. I, don't yeah. think, I don't think I'd get on board with taking Kamara in the first round. I don't think I can either. I no. don't agree. I'm going to agree with that I one. I think Alvin Kamara is the one that scares me the most. Yeah, but I'll say Melvin Gordon, too, is another guy that kind of worries me a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I agree with you that, too. Like you said, yeah. this on that one lug nut. Yeah. All right, next one. Chris, were you effing deaf in the last episode? You were the way the F off on answering the guy's questions and in the conversation. Seriously, go back and listen to the show. Holy shit, Mike in New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, yeah, Mike, I uh, I noticed that too, man. I um when I heard, I went back and listened. I actually uh, <laughs> couldn't really hear what the hell Jeff was saying. That's why Worm was laughing like a crazy bastard because uh, Jeff was saying some things I couldn't even hear what was being said. But it was good though. No, no. So Jeff, you are Jeff deaf. Jeff was on point. Uh, well, I was definitely deaf last episode because I did not have my headset plugged in appropriately. So yes. Oh, okay. All right, next one. I usually love the advice and insight you give, Chris, but I can't get on board with you on Andrew Luck. That man is not playing forever. And Jamal in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm just trusting the pedigree, man. I'm just going I'm with Luck Jamal's, because he's done I'm it before. On I'm on Jamal's right side. My boys, Andrew Luck throwing nerf balls around. Yeah, throwing, throwing like ducks out there. We got to see the guy play. Peyton, like Manny, the pedigree. Peyton Manny ducks. Yeah, but exactly. Peyton Manny couldn't do it, but you know what? Peyton Manny was a smart dude. Andrew Luck's a smart dude. Andrew Luck's done it before. I think Andrew Luck's going to be fine. Peyton Manning played 20 years, so there's a big difference. Yeah. His Ducks came in the 20th year. Yeah. All right, you know what? You know what? You know what? Let's go. Just go to the next question. Hold on. Hold on a second. Oh, God. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. Remember these guys? 
talking about the rambling on of you? Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> what are you looking up? You'll see. Oh my gosh. Oh, here we go. You look at the stats. No, no, no. Are you gonna show me a video? Nope. What are you gonna do then? No, you'll see, man. Yep. All right. Challenge play. I would challenge y'all that Andrew Luck's the top seven quarterback in fantasy 2018. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Challenge accepted. First challenge 2018, man. All right. That's an easy one, I think. All right, next one. How do you think Jerick McKinnon will do in San Francisco and Nadine in Rochester, New York? I think he's going to do good. He's a hell of a back that can catch. And Garoppolo came in the system with Deion Lewis and James White, so I think he's going to be... I think Jerick McKinnon, where he's getting drafted, he has the potential to be... In the rounds he's going, he has the potential to be the best running back in that 7th through 15th round, as well as he could hit that borderline at RB1 as a PPR guy. I can see that happening, but I think it's going to be like when Shanahan was in Atlanta with Coleman and uh, Freeman. With okay. Breda so and think, uh, McKinnon. What about Joe Williams? Think he's going to have any impact there on McKinnon? I do. Yeah. He's probably the best runner, you know? That was Shanahan's boy, too, man. Yeah. In the draft last year. I think McKinnon's going to be fine. I think in PPR leagues, he's going to be at worst in RB2. I, th- I worry about his running because he was not very consistent running the ball. No. I mean, Latavius Murray outperformed him as the season went along there. I think he's going to be RB2. I think he's a safe RB2. I'll say that. All right, next one. Who will be the best running back out of this group? Kenyon Drake, Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, Christian McCaffrey, Jarek McKinnon, Wyatt, and Des Moines, Iowa. PPR, McCaffrey, Standard, Henry. That's just for this year or forever? That's this year. This year? I like Mixon this year. Okay. I'm going to go hmm. PPR. I'm going to go Christian McCaffrey. Standard. Man, that's tough right there. Standard, I'm going to go. Damn. Either Kenyon Drake or Derrick Henry. I guess I'm going to go Derrick Henry. Because that, that's a running offense. At least it has been. I ain't going to be close with those two guys. What's up? I ain't going to be close, I doubt, with those two guys. You think it's not going to be close? Not standard, no. All right, next one. How do you think J.H.I. will do now that Garrett Blunt is gone? Blake and Hoboken, New Jersey. Hoboken's sketchy, though. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were up there. We had a, when we brought, we went to Poconos, and we had to take the train over from uh, Hoboken to the city. It's hella bums in there at nighttime. And they just, they're all creepers. But going the other note, I think J.H.I. should be successful because he can catch the ball and run yeah. hard. I just get worried about his knees. If he can stay healthy, he's he's definitely an RB2 all year. I think he's going to be uh, an RB2. It's a uh, high-end RB2, I'm going to say. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. RB2. All right, next one. Can you name some potential late-round flyers at running back and wide receiver to watch for as we get closer to preseason? Mark in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Ann Arbor, go- I'll be around up there when I go training next month. East Lansing or Grand Rapids somewhere next oh, yeah? month. Nice. Just a couple of late round flyers. Yeah, He's running back and receivers, late round flyers. That uh, I, I don't think Mike Williams to. has a really draft ADP yet. So I like him. Very low ADP. Yeah. Yeah. Geo's round fourteen. You know, what I mean, Marcus Lee's round fourteen. Jeremy Hill's round thirteen. Marquise Goodwin too is down there. I, mean, I was surprised about that one. Yeah. So I like those guys kind of right there. Jeremy Hill at thirteen. And I think he could be decent. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. I'll, depending where. Calvin Ridley lands. He could be pretty pretty nice out there. I think Nelson Algor, he kind of stepped it up at the very end of the year last year. Yeah, he did. He played, he played, I like Rashad. Depending sure. on where Rashad Penny, the rookie, is, I like him, too. I like him. 
his running ability. So there's just some guys after round 13 I listed right there. Definitely yeah, Chris Thompson. Sure. I don't. I think as the season moves on, he'll be higher. But as of right now, Chris Thompson the 13th, you're getting a steal. Yeah, it's a steal. Yeah, yeah it is. I, I like Aaron Jones, Robert Woods. Got Robert Woods pretty. Is Woods is his ADP low right now? Yeah. Wow. I just seen it. Where'd it go? Pick 89. He finished strong. What? What is? Yeah, but Cooks is there now. Cooks and him are the same kind of player. And Cooks is no. Because only thing, he did screenplays and all that kind of stuff. Woods is fine on the outside. What about you, Chris? I like Aaron Jones. I like that pick. I like Marquise Goodwin. And Garrett Blunt's a guy I like as well. Going late in drafts. I keep my eye on him. Malcolm Mitchell for the Patriots, who was gone last year, coming back. Julian Edelman's ADP is still pretty low, which it is. surprises me. So I definitely uh, target him as well. Malcolm Mitchell, I definitely keep my eye on, though, because I want to see how he comes back to that offense. And Foreman, too. Pick 132. Yeah, Deontay Foreman, definitely a guy. I want to see how he plays out there. I like Aguilar's pick. I like that. I'll throw Chris Carson out there. I'm surprised he's going as late as he is. All right, next one. Still waiting on if you guys will start doing a physical challenge segment. Let's start it now. Do a live push-up competition right now. Who can do the most push-ups in 60 seconds? Megan and Davey, Florida. Do you all want to do that right now? No. Yeah, all right. We'll do it real quick. Give us one minute. We'll start counting. That's uh, some sarcasm right there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think I would win after I had two shoulder surgeries this past year, too. No, I don't think so. I think so. Chris will win. Yeah. My money's on Chris. Why? Because Chris is the skinniest? Yeah. <laughs> exactly why. Chris used to have some nice triceps back in there. That's all I used to show. <laughs> the triceps? Yeah. yeah. Look at my triceps. Look at my triceps. Yeah. Yeah, for I don't sure. know. I'd be surprised if Chris can get 20. I think Chris can get 20. I can get 20. We should set up this physical challenge thing, though. We should start doing that. All right. Next one. I love the variety on the show. You guys always keep it interesting, entertaining, informative, and by far the funniest podcast in the, in the podcast world today. Not just football. Funniest in the entire podcasting community. More jokes, please. Keep them coming. With that said, what's the worst thing you've ever done to your mother? Jason, Houston, Texas. Sent that bitch home on a Greyhound when she was acting out <laughs> on a vacation. Did you really? Hell yeah. That's yeah, hilarious. <laughs> How'd that shit go down, she man? Came, she came down and then, I don't know, boyfriend left with she the car. She wanted to go back early or something like, like that. Yeah, I don't know. So I said, all right, here you go. Here's a Greyhound. Drop you off the Greyhound and left her at four in the morning. I remember that. I had to work that morning. I went with you. Damn. But you weren't. Um, worst thing I've done my mother? Probably, probably, uh, probably a beef stew. Beef stew. <laughs> what the hell is a beef stew? What the hell is beef yeah. stew? You know what beef stew is? You fart somebody's face? Oh. Beef stew. Oh. You, never, you never seen um, nah. Bad News Bears? Nope. Nope. That's good. Got beef stew? No. You never saw Bad News Bears? So you just wait, held your mom's head down and farted in her face? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the hell what, why'd you do that <laughs> I don't know man everybody was doing it in the house so I had to get mine in Chris and Hillary call that love potion number nine. <laughs> number nine. Oh yeah 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 for sure I'm gonna say uh, the most effed up thing that uh, really hurt her feelings I guess would be in my uh, senior yearbook because my mom it was pretty much just me and her and my brother and sister growing up and uh, we were kind of not on good terms when uh, the yearbook was asking me to say something about who I'm thank, who I'm giving thanks for and all that. So I thank my dad, even though I talked to the motherfucker like once a year. And that was published in the yearbook forever and ever. And uh, my mom was uh, in tears about that one. <laughs> and uh, I felt bad about it years later. By the time, I was like, whatever. But uh, yeah, no, that was uh, one that definitely kind of stuck a knife in her there, man. She was not too happy with that one. 
All right, next one here, man. What's your guys' most awkward family moment? Something that happened that you made that made you feel really uncomfortable, Jason? Again in Houston, Texas. Jason, in here, isn't he? It's mm. the same guy. Yeah. Damn, why you wouldn't know about our family so bad? I don't know. Jeez. You already asked the question. Got another question. Mm-hmm. What was the first one? Oh, oh right, about, about yeah, the mother. Oh, hmm. Most awkward family, <laughs> awkward family moment. I've never really felt really felt uncomfortable. Never, yeah, I've never felt awkward on family. Yeah. Um, what you got for us, Chris? I have one, man. Of course you uh, do. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I didn't think about this one, too. Um, all right. A while back, man, I was in Fort Myers at a family uh, vacation type thing. Extended family was down in town and everything else. So we're uh, down there hanging out, man, and I got wrecked. I got drunk as hell. It's like 2 in the morning, and me and uh, my brother-in-law, Will, we're out of beer. And we hear a party going on next door. So we go over there, we chill with them, and it turned out they're Canadians, big hockey fans. But they were it was Monday Night Football Redskins game. It's RG3's rookie year. Eh? And uh, so we started drinking with these Canadians because we're out of booze and there's no stores open. So we come back like 4 a.m., and we're loud as shit. We wake up people in the house, and I'm like really like belligerent drunk at this point, right? So uh, I started getting into it with Hillary and my sister just going off about on a tangent about God knows what. And uh, the entire family wakes up, and I guess some of the shit I was saying, I kind of forgot that there was other people in the house. So it was pretty uh, uncomfortable, and then um, I was so drunk that I actually ended up sleeping outside on the deck. <laughs> and it was cold as shit that night. This was like a Christmas vacation. So I wake up at like 10 o'clock in the morning, and uh, I'm locked outside the house, so I'm knocking on the sliding door to get back in the house. I'm in my underwear, and it's just very, very awkward. The whole family's eating breakfast, and I'm just standing there at the uh, at the patio door trying to get in in my underwear, and then um, <laughs> I was asked to leave. The vacation, we uh, called it quits a little early. We came home early. So, yeah, that was pretty damn awkward, man. I was uncomfortable. I was pretty damn bad. I didn't do this for awkward, but the most awkward moment was when I was with my cousin, and his friend Joe was visiting us. This was like 4 in the morning one time, and we, they were just my cousin was visiting from China, and we're all drunk, and then Joe's like, Hey guys, you want to get naked and wrestle? And that was kind of awkward. It was my tell me about that. It was my cousin's friend, best friend. I was like, oh, this is really awkward. And I was like, uh, you guys are going downstairs, going to bed. Caroline, I locked that bitch. Did you win? Did you win? <laughs> I sure did. Faggots. Nice. That was oh, pretty sketchy. Man. I was like, that was yeah, a weird sketchy. Night. How long ago was this? Last week? <laughs> no. Um. I think this was the night you stayed the night when Hillary put you on the couch and you guys went all downstairs and wrestled. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that dude that was trying to wrestle naked, man, is that dude gay, the, gay today? I don't know. I switched his name from Chris to Joe. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. No, he's, I don't know. I don't know what his deal is. No, he has a girlfriend. I think he was just way, uh, it was really awkward. I don't know. I sent him downstairs. Cover up, you know? Right. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. All right. Next one here. What the hell did we leave off at? 20. Oh, 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 okay. Why doesn't Jeff ever explain shit? He makes statements about how he feels, and that's it. He never explains his reasoning. What the hell, dude? Caleb in Binghamton, New York. That's the way I roll. Definite answers. No. Yeah. I explain stuff when it needs to be explained. I usually don't have to explain when two people say I agree with you. (laughs) Next one. You guys seem very knowledgeable. Can you sometimes give more insight to the X's and O's when it calls for it? Thanks, Matt, Sedona, Arizona. Yeah, in season, that's fine. That's fine with me. Yeah, we get into it pretty much in the season. Time yeah, we do. Yeah, in the... season, we do. Yeah, it's we're kind of like preseason. We're just throwing things out there because I guarantee our top twenty fives for every position will change by the time season. Oh, yeah. starts. 
For sure. But we're just trying to give a heads up for people who do early dynasty drafts and stuff like that. Yep, yep. All right, next one. Y'all are way too high on Derek Carr. Even in his best year, he wasn't very good in fantasy. Why do you think he's going to be startable in 2018? Dwayne in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Look at his 2016 stats. He, I think he still finished top 10 with missing two or three games with a broken leg. Enough said. And I explained it there. Yeah, Derek Carr's numbers for 2016. Here they are right here, all right? So in 15 games, dude had 28 touchdowns, six picks, completion percentage. High 60s, I bet. Of almost 64%. I mean, dude had a damn good year. Damn good year, man. And the year before that, in 2015, dude had 32 touchdowns and 13 picks. Dude can play, man. I don't know why everybody's giving us crap. He's got Gruden now, too. The, the QB whisperer. Yeah, yeah. Guru. Guru. He's coming sure. in. Watch what he does to him. They didn't yeah. have Gruden's camp on ESPN for no reason for the past five years for no reason. Yeah, man. No, I, I definitely like Derek Carr a lot. I'm not backing off of that one. All right, next one. Chris, you sometimes carry on more than you should. Always. Almost rambling. Your punchline is on point. You're a funny mother effer, but damn, son, sometimes it takes you a whole five minutes to get through a story. LOL. Jeff, Tacoma, Washington. Jeff, was that you that sent that one in? No, I didn't, but I can tell Jeff in Tacoma, it's probably from when he smoked crack when he was younger. (laughs) My name is Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Stay off the crack. You won't ramble on. Yeah. I'll try to shorten it up for sure, tighten it up. All right, next one. Can you guys post pictures of yourselves on your website? And what happened to the YouTube channel? It doesn't seem like you guys posting there too much anymore. Lydia, Salem, North Carolina. I think there's a picture of me on the website already. Yeah, we all have one picture up there. It's like everyday life, I think. It's pretty like... easy. You see the best looking guy. It's me. Yeah, it's debatable. Debatable. <laughs> but, uh, Who? Who's debating it? Uh, this guy over here. You? You yeah. ugly motherfucker. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, poor Saint okay. Lucy, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, no, no. The YouTube channel, too. We'll try to get that up and running again. Just working out some video stuff. Anyway, uh, we'll try to post more pictures up there as well when we get closer to the end season. Try to update the... Maybe put our social medias on there. there. Um, yeah, yeah y'all can put your social media stuff on there. You got rid of all that shit? I haven't had it since like a year. Okay. You just want cares and uh, go on social media that way? Yeah, I just figure uh, this time in my life I don't need it. I got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, you don't have social media. and uh, Yeah, no, I don't blame you. I don't blame you, man. I'm barely on that damn thing. All right, yeah. next one. What and when was the time someone got you on a good prank? Brian, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Go ahead, Chris. Who got you on a good prank? I'm trying to think. I, I, I remember a prank when I was younger. I think my sister got me. She put a cellophane over the toilet. No. <laughs> yeah. Dropping I, deuces? No, I went in there peeing oh. and it went everywhere. I was like, what the? That was great. Oh, man. But you, Worm? I've, I've really never been pranked like that. I guess I could say um, I've got my, my toenails painted while I'm sleeping. Damn, that's dirty. Nothing, I, nothing too drastic. I got one that comes to mind, and it's kind of it kind of plays off the one of the stories I told last season. Remember the whole piss in the sprite bottle thing prank I pulled on this guy David back yep. in the uh, school days. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, uh, see, I didn't ramble on about that one because about two weeks later, I got I got some payback on that. Uh, <laughs> there was this kid I was friends with named Rex uh, who thought it was pretty effed up that I uh, did that to David. So, uh, dude, hot loogie in my soda. And didn't tell me about it. And I drank it. And then he starts laughing. I'm like, what the hell happened? And he told me. And I was like, you mother. Mother effer. And we uh, took a break from our, our friendship there for a little bit after that one. Because that was effing nasty. Yeah. And here I am trying to be on my high horse when I piss in some dude's Sprite. So, I, I know. It doesn't make sense. My logic is kind of whatever. Kids days. School days. Whatever. All right. Next one. 
Tell us a relevant story of a drunk time hanging out together, Luke, in Springfield, Missouri. I'll say this real quick. Worm opens the F up when he's been drinking. That's for damn sure. A relevant story? What, what do you mean? Have we, you open up like a $2 whore, out? man. I think a relevant story is when that one night we need you. <laughs> Wild Wings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Chris got kicked out like three. The guy, the my manager's like, you're drunk. You got to get out of here. And Chris had like two beers. Chris like, I'm not drunk. And then the guy broke Chris's vape. And then Chris like, I'm going to make you pay for my vape. And oh, me and him did not Chris get started vaping history, in the stores. <laughs> that was funny. That's a relevant story. Oh, yeah. God. No, I should have told him, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> and uh, asked, I was like, man, what time are you getting off? Man, I'm going to beat right in this mother effery, this and that. And oh, my me and that yeah. dude got some history, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still can't believe you picked on a midget. <laughs> I picked on a midget? <laughs> yeah, that manager. He was like three feet tall. <laughs> Same night? Yeah. I don't remember that. Did I? I missed no. that one. <laughs> Probably because you didn't see him. <laughs> Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> Two beers in. <laughs> Two beers in. <laughs> Got kicked out. Like, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Was, that was fun. That was a fun night, though. They put a limit on you for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, because me and the dude have history, man. We, Two we go lights. back. What are the going to do to you? Nothing. That's no, no. Water. The dude just, me and him do not get along. We've had prior incidents. What about you, Arm? You going that same thing? Yeah, we both yeah, started I mean, that. As a, I brought it up when I said it. Yeah. After that, though. <laughs> hmm. Let me think. You got to go with that one, Chris. I think that was a fun, that was a fun oh, night. That After that, we night. had a good time. We had a good yeah, time. Yeah, we did. That was your. Um, I I think we got kicked out too. When we went to another bar. We did. Where did we go? Twin Peaks, or where did we go to? No. Uh, no. We went to another bar. Another bar. Okay. Another sports okay. bar. I forgot. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I wanted to go to Twin Peaks, but no one else did. Oh no. Twin Peaks is no. Out. All right, yeah, I'll just go with that one because I can't think of anything off top right now. All right, next one here. Although, actually, it was it Melissa's birthday party? Calling out police officers. Eh, never mind. Long story. You actually weren't there for the aftermath. Long story. Anyway, moving on. All right, next one. Who's the most valuable running back for the Giants? Rick, Staten Island, New York. I guess Wayne Gallman right now. It's got to be. Ain't nobody else. It ain't Jonathan Stewart. He's old ass. I like Gallman. Wayne Gallman. Where is Gallman? We'll we'll see, man. I, I don't think either one of those guys are going to be too relevant as we get closer after the draft, really. Bazura. Lottery ticket pick. All right, who was y'all's lottery ticket pick? The one player who can draft late who could potentially help win your fantasy league. Jarek McKinnon. I, I like Aaron Jones. I think that I like I like Mixon this year. I'm going with my boy Andrew Luck. All right, y'all, anything you want to say before we get out of here? I will not be here next week. I will be gone. Heat and six. Heat and six. I don't know, man. I don't think so. We still one on the floor. We'll see. Two weeks from now, we got wide receiver rankings. We're going to do tight ends as well, kind of merge the two together. But next week, we're hitting on Dynasty. We release our final 2018 NFL mock draft. There'll be no Jeff Kelly, no Big Worm. We may have a special guest on the show, so wait to hear a word back on that one. Confirmation upcoming. We are all in on the upcoming 2018 NFL Draft, and we're going to be hitting on the Dynasty League questions. Send them in. Send them to the mailbag. Fantasy-related questions, non-fantasy-related questions. No question is off limits here. Send all questions to theflex at fantasysportstudios.com. Thank you for listening to the show. We love you guys. You guys are awesome. You can follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram as well, Google+, Facebook. We're all over the map, baby. 
But the best way to contact us directly is straight to our inbox, man. Straight to the email. That filters right out to our inboxes. Have a great week, and I will talk to you guys next week. See ya. Peace. What's that, Worm? Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Flex. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music. Visit FantasySportsStudios.com to get your fantasy sports fix and interact with the show. Email the show at theflex at fantasysportstudios.com.